But thank God, Jesus is a balanced teacher and he gives us a positive note and a positive word and a positive example. And he says there's a fourth kind or a fourth type of hearer. This is what I pray for myself. This is what I pray for you this morning is that you be this fourth type. And that is the good soil or as one translation says, the fertile soil. Matthew 13 and verse 8. Still other seeds fell on the fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a 100 times as much as had been planted. Now, every believer looking at that, that has the right condition of heart, good soil for the Word to take root in, immediately says, I want to be a hundredfold. I want to yield a hundredfold on the seed that is sown in my life. That is the right attitude. Let's, let's look at Luke 8.15, though. He has another word to add to this, and I like this. Again, interpreting what he means, he says, And the seeds that fell on the good soil represent, now get this, honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently. Somebody say patiently. How many of you are real patient people? Can I see your hands? <laughs> One hand. One hand. <laughs> oh, at least you're honest. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is patience a characteristic, a character trait of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, church. We Westerners, we who live in the United States and the surrounding area, we are not patient people. We don't like to wait for anything. Hello? I mean, we go to a restaurant and we say, what's the waiting time? And if they said an hour, we say, I'm out of here, man. I'm hungry. I'm going to go find, I'll go to McDonald's if I have to. I ain't waiting no hour. That's me. I, I'm guilty. All right? We go to the store and we get in the line to check out. If it's a very long line, what do we do? We either find a shorter line or we just lay it down and walk out, don't we? I do. I'm, I'm impatient, folks. I want it, and I want it now. Bless God. I just have a hard time being patient. And God has to teach me to wait upon Him and know that He's wiser than I am and that He sees the end from the beginning and that He's working in my life. He's working in the situation, and He's going to take care of it. That sounds great, Jim. I wish you would obey it, though. That's what the Holy Spirit says to me. But I have a hard time, and I confess I do, but I'm working on it. The older I get, uh, the less dumber I get. <laughs> and I, I tend to listen more to God and to the wisdom of the, of the sages and, and the wise people and the Word of God who tell me that Rome wasn't built in a day and God's still working in my life. And there are many things that it's going to take some time. Hello? You know, folks, sometimes it isn't just about you. I've tried to teach this to believers, but they just don't get it. And, you know, we think it's all about us, all about us. It, it may not be about you. What is happening in your life may be a testimony for somebody else, and you may not even realize it for months, weeks, years to come. You know, people watching your life, seeing how you deal with the things that are happening in your life. And you say, well, bless God, I'm supposed to be a victor. I'm supposed to overcome. A victor and an overcomer is one who patiently trusts God 
and waits on God and walks through it and doesn't get frustrated and angry and use those Christian cuss words that we've talked about, but stays with God and moves along the path of discipleship.